Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Is it me or does it quietly sound like we're getting some wag the dog narratives from the Biden administration? Like maybe if everything is going wrong and that's everything, nothing is going right. Everything is going wrong. Maybe now would be a good time to get into a war. Maybe to get between Ukraine and Russia. And who are we seeing front and center in all of this? That's right, Alexander Vindman. Who seems to be wearing his Ukrainian flag on his sleeve evermore. Now, Andrew, what about Israel? What about Israel? Israel's under attack daily. Are we going to war for Israel? Not that I know of. Now, isn't it Joe Biden? Isn't it Joe Biden that while vice president gave foreign aid to Ukraine that was non-lethal? Wasn't that the, wasn't that the Obama-Biden administration that gave non-lethal military aid only to have Joe Biden threaten to cancel a billion dollars worth of foreign aid if they continued to look into an oil and natural gas company where his son was on the board of directors. That Joe Biden. Isn't this the same Joe Biden that lifted Donald Trump's sanctions? Make no mistake, there were sanctions on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Joe Biden not only lifted them, Democrats blocked Ted Cruz in the Senate from reimposing them. Maybe, just maybe, if everything's going wrong, we'd rally behind a wartime president. Remember, this potential wartime president is the commander-in-chief that oversaw the withdrawal of forces from Afghanistan. How many of you, and let me directly address Representative Dan Crenshaw. Representative Dan Crenshaw had an amazing military career. Something I respect, something I admire. But the life of a Navy SEAL, the life of a Green Beret, the life of a MARSOC Marine is vastly different than the, for what they call regular or standard or overt or whatever the word is, 18 to 23-year-old enlisted person in the infantry who's not a special operations warrior. Life is very different. So when Dan Crenshaw says, anyone who says end the endless wars is an idiot or something to that effect, well, what endless wars have really worked out for us and how many should we be in at any given time? Now, I don't think for a second the Russians really want a ground war with the United States, and I don't think we really want a ground war with Russia. I think this is standard fair stuff with a new administration, especially one where the commander-in-chief looks like he's in mental decline, is intellectually weak, and is already screwed up, botched. I mean, honestly, 
Does anyone know the phrase monkey humping a football? That was the withdrawal from Afghanistan. And that's me being mild. It's really an F word when you, when people use that phrase. Demonstrating great ineptitude. Something that can never be productive no matter how hard you try at it. That, that's what that phrase is supposed to, you know, invoke. I would like to know if Representative Dan Crenshaw or anyone else who may think it's a, a sign of weakness or frailty to not want to forever be in wars. Now, I'm not, an, I'm not a pacifist, and I'm not an anti-war person on any level. But under this commander-in-chief, I would like to know from Representative Dan Crenshaw and whoever may agree with him on this, do you trust this commander-in-chief to get the United States perhaps in a war of territorial dispute between Ukraine, who's not a member of NATO, and Russia. Now look, some would say let's arm the Ukrainians, some would say let's not. But what is Joe Biden going to do here? He's already gave away the Trump card, which is their oil profits. Thanks to Hillary Clinton, we've already granted them control of 20% of our uranium. In Syria, we already trusted them on chemical and biological weapons. Russia was not a problem. The Democrats had no problem with Russia whatsoever, quite frankly, until Donald Trump came along. The Clintons were getting into business deals with Putin. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Elite, the children of elite Democrats have been doing business in Russia for quite some time, and I'm sure there's some Republicans. I wouldn't be surprised if someone in Romney's family is tied to the Russians, at least financially. The Russians weren't a problem. Barack Obama was caught on a hot mic saying, give this a little time, I just got to win re-election. Take that back to Vlad. Hillary had the Russian reset button. We went for a policy of great engagement with Russia. Did we not? Did we not? Great engagement. Bill Clinton was meeting with Vladimir Putin in his vacation home off the record. For what? Obviously for a business deal of some kind. I mean, ultimately that became the Uranium One deal. Bill Clinton got a hefty $500,000 speaking fee. The Democrats only turned on Russia when Trump became president. Now, Wendy Sherman, Jake Sullivan, Alexander Vindman, Fiona Hill, all these experts want you to believe they've got it all figured out. How to stop Russia from encroaching on Ukraine. Well, after lifting sanctions, which they had no reason to lift in the first place, they're going to do what now? reimpose them the pipelines are already complete the germans are buying russian oil and natural gas not from the united states but from russia again what are you going to do what are these experts going to do 
The answer is nothing. They're all a bunch of hacks. They're overeducated, useless people. Their resumes are puffed up beyond belief. Vladimir Putin doesn't give a damn where Wendy Sherman went to college. Vladimir Putin doesn't give a damn how long Ron Klain was Joe Biden's chief of staff. This stuff that the, the, the inside the Beltway media buys is complete garbage on the world stage. They know a force greater than theirs and international business. Wendy Sherman is not going to razzle-dazzle the Russians with her academic pedigree. Nobody gives a damn that Fiona Hill's got a British accent. These people are frauds. If they were so, if this academic elite were so good at foreign policy, why are we still dealing with the same old, why are all the same old issues the same old issues? North Korea is North Korea, China's still China, Russia's still Russia, the Middle East is the Middle East, the border's still the border. These people are supposed to be the best and the brightest among us when it comes to foreign relations, and yet they solve none of the problems. None of them. And I would also offer this. If I could have two minutes with Dan Crenshaw, with all due respect, I'd say, sir, are you trying to, do you want to be a big fish in a little pond? Do you want Democrats to control the House and the Senate in 2022? I would say the same thing to Nancy Mace. You're going out there and you're bashing people who support you. You're going out and bashing fellow Republicans, fellow conservatives. Do you want to lose? Because if you do, just go, just come out and say it. Because there are lots of Republicans. Let me tell you something. Let me take a sip of my coffee here. There are lots of Republicans whose entire careers are predicated on being the conservative in the minority. They're very comfortable with it. They go home, they give speeches, they raise their fists. Oh, we're going to get the border under control. We're going to cut the spending. We're going to stand up to China, all this stuff. And as soon as they, but they don't want to actually do any of these things. Whether they aren't capable or they don't believe it, it's, it's nice. Look, it's the same thing with the squad. If, and- if Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was handed the speaker's gavel, it'd be like the dog that caught the car. She wouldn't know what to do with it. And when people have power that they are not wise with, they become authoritarian. They realize, well, it's just a flexing of power. You need not look any further than the Stanford prison experiment to understand that. People always ask me, when are you going to write a book? I've... Th- come and gone from writing books over the years, God knows how many times. But one thing, if I ever do write a book, I'm going to include a a quick revisit of the Stanford Prison Experiment. If you don't know what it is, look it up. Essentially, it was an experiment where two groups of students were arbitrarily divided into prisoner and guard. And the guards were given no training or parameters for being guards, and brutality immediately set it set in and the experiment i think was was shut down in like 10 days because the prisoners were being basically tortured 
because these people didn't know how to use their power. They just knew they had power. They were not wise. They were not just. They were not fair. There were no checks and balances. They were just given, one group of students was just given ultimate control over another group of students. That would be Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She wouldn't know what to do with herself, but she would know she had power. The squad is better off just being an irritant rather than a leadership faction. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. But there is one too many there are one too many Republicans in Washington, DC who do not want the Republican Party to have a majority. And you can you can pretty much identify most of them. Starts with the anti-Trumpers. What made the anti-Trumpers the anti-Trumpers was not Donald Trump's Twitter feed. It was not the Access Hollywood tape. It was not his past marriages or his bombastic personality. What it was, was he was not a politician. And he said, all right, these are the things you say we're going to do. Let's do them. And he actually meant, let's do them. It wasn't like, okay, now we're all here. Let's enjoy the fact that we have power. Let's all, you know, polish the names on our office doors and have meetings and dinners and, you know, talk a good game. We're securing the border. We're going to repeal Obamacare. We're going to cut taxes. There are lots of Republicans that love the, they love the game of politics. They want the spotlight. Politics is Hollywood for ugly people. They want to be there in the oasis. They just don't want to actually do any of the things that they say they want to do. And now, now we're talking what? War with Russia? You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.